This podcast is powered by you. To find out more, go to stdpodcast.com slash support. Hello, everyone, and welcome to STD Podcast, the Star Trek Discovery Podcast, an unofficial podcast about the CBS series Star Trek Discovery. Hi, I'm Clarence, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts slash Trekkies, starting with the Trek story himself, Jonathan Shorts. How's it going, John? Going great, man. Going great. Welcome to the new year of 2018, star date. Uh, let's go with one zero one eight two zero two zero one eight. Wait, is that right, or you just kind of? I never, I never understand the star date stuff. Do you, does it have a definition, or it, it does not? Uh, yeah. I've I've looked it up, and they, you know, they've tried to keep it consistent in certain series. Uh, TNG kind of didn't stay on track at all, but it, <laughs> there's there's no consistency in it. I think some like some fan made timelines came out and they kind of assigned star dates to it to keep it in line. But, yeah, no, no, no specific rhyme or reason why. Ah, figure that out, man. Figure that out. <laughs> I'll try. Also, we have joining us per usual is the who story and Cal Jones. Cal, how's it going, dude? Hey, it is a new year, and we have Star Trek Discovery coming back this weekend. I can't complain. I'm 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 happy to be here. Woohoo! Cool, man. Cool. Uh, anything you've been up to working on? You want to talk about real quick? Well, I think you and I have been up to something and working on something. We are uh, a couple of weeks away from starting a spinoff uh, podcast called Discussing Comics, but um, and we're doing our YouTube. Um, page as well as doing you know discussing who so starting off the year quite busy but good busy yeah man i'm excited to record some more youtube i just got a new uh 24 millimeter lens for the canon camera and the video looks awesome with it so i can't wait till we shoot again cool but uh guys uh what we do here on this podcast is review each episode of star trek discovery in excessive detail and details in addition to talking all things trek but once again there's no star trek discovery going on right now but alas netflix's black mirror just dropped another season and man they have a very star trek slash orville-esque episode called uss Callister, and that's what we're going to be reviewing today. So, guys, if you have Netflix, please go out and check that episode of Black Mirror. I think season five, I want to say, but I might be wrong. Four, four? four. Season, yeah, season four. Uh, the very first episode. It's about uh, an hour and sixteen minutes long, somewhere in there. But it is a excellent episode, and we will be reviewing that today. And can I do a shameless plug real quick? If you are a Black Mirror fan and you also want to check out some more reviews of season one, two, and three, you can check Clarence and I talking about those seasons on DiscussingWho.com, episode number 25. Shameless plug. 
Sure, sure. And I will link to that episode uh, in our show notes. So you guys should definitely check that out. We give it the deep dive. And last season was excellent, too. Black Mirror is an excellent show. Uh, it is started off as a UK anthology series, uh, which talks about tech with a dark spin. Always. Uh, I'll tell everybody, skip the first episode because uh, you won't watch anything else, uh, as John has witnessed from his recent viewing. <laughs> Yeah, day late and a dollar short on that one. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny that you said that, and, and Jonathan, that you're, you, you know, well, you, you're obviously watching more episodes now. But I have two people at work, and we actually had that same conversation this afternoon. One of the ladies that I work with, she has just finished season four <laughs> of Black oh, Mirror. Wow. And one of the guys that I work with basically said, I saw the first episode. I'm not going any further. I don't care how good you say it is. Man, man. You know, so here's how it went for me. So initially, I started, you know, I said, you know what? I'm just going to watch a few episodes. And I didn't realize that uh, USS Callister was on the fourth season. So I just started watching (laughs) for more. And the first one, you know, I said, okay, this could happen maybe. And then no spoilers, but you get to that part. And I'm like, no way. (laughs) There is no way this is going to play out that way. I mean, it's save the princess, save the princess. Just think of, just think you're Mario. Just think of yourself as Mario. (laughs) No. (laughs) So after the first one, I had given up. I, I said, I'm done. But I said, you know what? We're going to do a podcast about this. There's something here about Trek, and I can't miss out on anything similar to Trek. So I said, you know what? I'm going to watch one more episode. Maybe that was a fluke. So I watched the next episode. It's okay. wasn't great. So, again, I just skipped everything else and watched the Callister episode. So I and maybe the first one just threw it all off for me. Maybe I would have continued watching after the first one, but that was terrible, man. That just it, it yeah, it was it was a hard one to watch, man. And again, that's season 1, episode 1. So, I would skip that one and go on from there, but I mean, again, all the episodes have something to do with tech and it's always a dark spin. Uh, the show was created by a guy named Charlie Rooker, Rooker and the first 3 first two seasons actually aired uh in the uk and you know you couldn't even get it over here really until netflix picked it up and they uh you know commissioned two new seasons so it's been great uh i hope the show keeps going i love it personally i'm i was on board even after that horrible first episode (laughs) yeah me too yeah yeah but but i'm loving it so um yeah yeah any any just general thoughts about black mirror you have cal because i know you've seen a lot of it you know, the the only thing that I would say, you know, just kind of echo what, what we've been saying, which is, you know, skip that first episode. I like the fact that they've got the dark spin on uh, some tech that now there are some episodes with it being an anthology that it's, you know, kind of boring, um, you know, kind of lose lose track. But then the, then you come to episodes like this when. You know, and then we'll get into it in a moment where I'm actually sitting there thinking one thing and then I get to the end and think, uh, maybe not. So, you know, anything that makes me think, um, and that I can have a conversation and the fact that I've got two people that I was mentioning at work that are very different from each other that have very different tastes and both of them have at least tried to watch it should say something good about the show. 
Yeah. And you made another good point. It is an anthology series. So uh, the episodes aren't connected. They're really just standalone. So you can watch them really in any season, watch them in, in any order. Uh, maybe the last episode of the current season is the one you would get the least because it makes references to other ones slightly. But but it, there are standalone episodes. You can watch it and have no knowledge of any other episode and get a complete story, which is what I really like about it as well. But before we get into the review of uh, USS Callister, we will talk a little bit of news. So there was recently released uh, Seth MacFarlane's short film he made as a teenager, uh, basically copying um, the original TOS. And it is freaking awesome. And I have a newfound respect for this guy. So have you guys seen this video? What exactly are you saying? I'm saying and if my hypothesis is correct, Captain, we have somehow been transported outside the space-time continuum. That's impossible. Apparently not, sir. Briefing room. Ten minutes. Uhura, tell McCoy to join us there as soon as he's taken care of his patients. Aye, sir. No, I saw where you posted it, but I haven't seen it, unfortunately. Yeah, I did see it. and uh, I mean, it was pretty awesome. And I mean, considering how long ago he did that, uh, I don't, well, I was assuming he was the main person involved in creating it. It was pretty good for what it was. So, and I, I, like I said, I knew Seth MacFarlane was a Star Trek fan to begin with. He's a very big tricky and that just kind of solidified it with me there. So even more reason to watch Orville. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree, man. Totally agree. And I'll drop that link as well. So you guys can check that out. Um, another piece of news, new discovery merch. If you didn't get your disco t-shirt, uh, what a few months back, which I did not, they also have some hoodies and, um, water bottles and some long sleeve tees. So, you know, they're, they're, uh, pimping their merch, you know, got to do it, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> Other than that, probably some news Jonathan will really be proud about or or um, is really going to love is that DS9 turns 25 a few days back. Yes, on the third. Actually, that was yesterday. Yeah. What do you think about That's, that, John? Man, it's awesome. Man. I, I mean, it's going to 50 years from now, people are still going to be talking about DS9. It's that awesome. Yeah. And the thing that jumps out at me is that, you know, when we were little growing up and maybe our mom or dad were watching the show, we were always like, man, that looks ancient, you know, <laughs> and, and it makes me wonder if even we may think that about about TOS just a bit. But what do people who see um, things like Voyager, DS9 or even TNG now, what do they think of it? Do they think it just looks ancient and out of date? Because my mind keeps telling me this because I'm like, I've been rewatching TNG and I'm I just I'm just now finishing up the, the first season. And it just feels to me like this is real. I can't you know, even though I've seen better, my mind keeps telling me that this is still freaking awesome. And I don't know, man, I just wonder how kids view it today. Hmm. I don't think they view it at all. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think once once our generation is gone, uh, I, I mean, I hope not. But I, you just don't hear young people into Star Trek anymore. I mean, other than the newer movies out and really they don't understand what they're seeing. It's just a great movie to them. 
That's sad. Interesting. And, and, and you know, it, it, it's, it's true in a way because I think you both hit on something and that something being the way we consume content. I mean, we even, you know, I know I'm older than you guys, but even with the way we were brought up where you had to wait, you know, there wasn't that next day you can download. If you buy a TV show in a season, you can download it and you can take it anywhere. I mean, I remember, you know, there wasn't even no such thing unless you recorded it on a VHS tape. And now it's like VHS what? You know, so yeah. everybody is so instantaneous. So I, Jonathan, I think you're right. Uh, you know, you're not going to want to go back unless you're just a diehard fan. And and this is another discussion altogether. What now constitutes for the next generation of what a diehard fan is? Right. You know. Yeah. And I think that's where Orville is kind of picked up on is I think the next generation that's remotely interested in sci-fi series, they're going to probably more or less be into Orville. And you say Star Trek, they're like, you mean that show that's kind of like Orville? Oh, it oh, <laughs> makes me sad. <laughs> it does. It's going to be a sad day. Wow. We're, we're not those people, those guys. <laughs> Get off my back in my day. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Makes me sad. So also go ahead. What you got? Well, so also, I don't know if you guys already talked about this or not, but I did uh, read where Will Rikers uh, directing the next episode of discovery. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) I couldn't believe that. That makes me more excited yeah. to watch it now. And, and by Will Riker, we mean Jonathan Frakes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I heard, I've heard rumblings that this episode is going to change like the course of the show. I don't know how true that is, but that's kind of stuff I've been reading. No real spoilers other than just saying it's going to change the course of the show. So, man, that that's exciting. I really don't know what they could do at this point to really impact the show in a, in a big way unless somebody dies. <laughs> really? So, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, man, what do you guys think? Uh, it, it, I mean, it's gone. They've surprised us so many times. I wouldn't be surprised if we got another great, big surprise. Yeah. But I mean, with Jonathan Frakes doing it, I, I don't know. Who knows what he comes up with? Agreed. And, you know, maybe, I mean, I, I could sit here and we could all sit here and speculate what might happen. But I think, and I know this is going to sound corny or cliche, but we're actually speculating a Star Trek series. And I think that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agreed. So, guys, are we ready to dive into our review of Netflix? Black Mirror's USS Callister on Netflix. Sure. Let's do it. Engage. You got to say a word. What word are you going to say? You got to say something. Make it so. (laughs) Now, what did she say? She said, uh, uh, just effing go. (laughs) Which is great. So, again, uh, Black Mirror, uh, Netflix's show that they picked up, uh, that was, uh, formerly a UK anthology series. They picked up for their, their network. And, uh, USS Callister, first episode of the fourth season. 
Lieutenant Cole. Welcome aboard. Crew, we have a new member of the team. We meet again, Captain Daly! We're trapped. <laughs> Jesus. I... Space fleet never turns its back on those who need our help. Three cheers, sir, Captain Daly. Hip, hip. Hooray! So, guys, what is your uh, 10,000 foot view of this show? Uh, how did you enjoy this episode? Cow. All right. So, you know, that first couple of minutes, I was like, okay, crap, this is going to be corny. <laughs> and then when, you know, you saw, oh, well, you know, these are, oh, well, you know, and you say, and I don't want to get into spoiler. Can I get into spoilers yet? I can't get into spoilers yet. Not quite yet. We'll give we'll give it. Okay. All right. So 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 from a over a ballpark figure, first didn't think I was going to get into it. Then I really thought it was cool, and then it made me think. And and, and I think that was the uh, biggest part was the fact that not only did I find it cool, but it ended with making me think. And that's usually the episodes of something that I'm going to remember. So kudos. I enjoyed it. Cool. And uh, what about you, Jonathan? Oh, man. Uh, I don't, maybe there's something wrong with me. I I did not like it at all. Wow. I'm shocked. (laughs) Okay. And there's maybe a couple, there's one part, one thing that I was interested in, that made me think like as Kyle said, but it, to me, it wasn't important enough to watch. Wow. Uh, now, and maybe I, I always hated twilight zone. Uh Oh, so maybe that's kind of part of my bias, but I, I just, I, I found myself being like trying to force my eyes to the TV. Wow. I'm wow. You floored me there, man. I, I thought you would eat this episode up, man. I really thought you would. Uh, I love, I love the fact that they tried to base something on Star Trek, but I'm, I'm like the kind of person if you're not going to do it all the way, don't do it. You know. Okay, well, uh, well, well my my initial thoughts, uh, I I might have already gave that away. I freaking loved it. I think the thing, not only the homage they paid to Trek, which I thought was awesome. I also thought they've done some things that I've seen in recent shows that have been off-putting to me. They, they've done it way better. I, I think it's things like Orville that has slapstick-type humor, or even like the, the things that were thrown into Star Wars The Last Jedi. I feel like the humor in this was never just blatant slapsticky but it it seems like the writers put a lot of thought into making something funny instead of just telling a joke and i really appreciated that about this about this very dark dark show uh so any other thoughts before we get into spoilers guys let's go for it well let's do it let's do it so guys uh if if you haven't watched the show go check it out and come back and continue listening. So, um, spoilers. Spoilers. Red alert. All hands stand to battle station. What gives you the right? You cannot destroy an idea. At ease before you sprain something. 
So, guys, first we get this intro sequence that is very, very, uh, I guess, TOS-like. Uh, it's even shot in 4.3, at least for this part, in very uh, film-grainy type sequence. It seems very trick-like at first until we get to the end of the sequence and all doesn't seem right. What do we think about this intro? Again, you know, I, I immediately was like, okay, is this going to be corny? And then it was like, oh, okay, this is something else. So I, I thought it was a it, it, it was a cool way to hook you because it made you think something and then then turned you on the other end. Yeah, I agree with you on that on the opening sequence. I was like, uh, here we go. This is going to be <laughs> not good. And then it goes into the next sequence, and I'm like, okay, there's a backstory here. I like where this is going. And then it didn't, but we'll get it. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to hear your, um, man, your reservations about this. So, I mean, very soon after this intro, we get into the real world, quote unquote, where we see, um, I guess the guy's name is Robert Daly. We find out he's the creator of this all-encompassing online universe called um, Infinity, I believe. Yeah, Infinity. And that is what we were actually seeing in that intro. We were seeing the this world called Infinity, which we later find again is his own modded version of the game as kind of his sandbox to play around and do weird things in. Now, it, I... What I will say, it was cool from that intro seeing some of the people that we actually saw in the game. What what did you guys think of that uh, first seeing like some of the characters pop up that we just saw in this cheesy recreation? Oh, at first I was confused, you know, it, uh, and I was paying attention to it. I mean, I didn't have iPad, didn't have computer. I mean, didn't have phone. I was paying attention. And, and at first it took me a couple of seeing a couple of people before it got Oh, okay. That's what they're doing. So I didn't immediately get it, but then I, that was whenever it was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. Now, see, I was slow at getting that part. I don't think I really got it until they actually showed what he was doing. Yeah. But like, so this is where this is where the show lost me, Uh-oh. and maybe <laughs> maybe my maybe my expectations were wrong. I I was expecting. Because, you know, the the way it was described was it's a dark twist on the future of tech. And then the the uh, the name of it is USS Callister. So I'm assuming that maybe we're going to actually be on a starship <laughs> somewhere in our near future, which is why I was disappointed in the beginning, because I said there is no way in our future our starship is going to look this bad. So then when I realized he was, it was like a different timeline or I don't know how to explain it. Once he got to the real world, I said, okay, good. So now he's going to, now they're going to build up a story to like the timeline to the actual ship. But that didn't happen. And that kind of But they did, did for didn't me. they? But they did. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. It was a game and a bad game. So, but okay, just just to hit one of your points real quick, you were talking about the the design we got in the cheesy. Of course, they were trying to make it cheesy in those first few minutes, but to that point, I think the whole set design and world and visuals and special effects, I thought they were phenomenal. 
in the rest of the show. Did you not feel Agreed. that? I, I did. I mean, definitely 10 times better than Orville and, and just almost there with what we see on Discovery. D- did you not? No way. No, yeah, dude, no, the set no, design? No, no. The set no, design? No, oh, no, my God. No. It was, oh, man. The production values were off the charts, dude. I don't see how you did not see that. Yeah, I got to go with you there. When I watch uh, Discovery or Orville list the shuttle scenes, it it seems like a magnificent set. Like, they did a lot went into it. This Callister episode, I mean, the set looked like a stage play. Dude, the set was, the set had echoes of the the rebooted uh, Kelvin Enterprise to me. I thought it looked phenomenal. I mean, I thought it looked fantastic. There was no Tilly anywhere on board. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, and maybe it's the, the first episode just threw me all off completely, but it, it it just looked terrible to me. I don't know. And then after I seen the technology that they were using and how he was getting into this game and putting different aspects in the game, I kind of expected it to look a lot better. And I know he was referencing a a vintage film series, but I just expected a lot more. I really did. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then the story wasn't there for me. Dude. I mean, again, black mirror is all about putting a dark twist on near future technology. Okay. I will give you the point that, you know, if you went in expecting it, expecting it to be all, you know, Star Trek esque century technology, I, I went in and knowing that it probably wouldn't be that. So that's me having the knowledge of the series, you know, true. Good point. Yeah. But by the same token, I think when we broke out of that, I still think there was enough story there and the story had, well, I feel the story echoes things that we see in the world today. And when I say that, I think of, I think of, you know, the guy that's walking around the Uber nerd that's all quiet and not social at all, has trouble talking to people, has trouble interacting. But oh my God, when this guy gets on his video game and gets in his world, he turns into the biggest bad A you've ever seen and just transforms into this different person. I don't know if that's all coming off of my experience or people that I know personally who transform into a different person once you get them online in this video game. But, but that's what I saw. And, and you see, <laughs> you laughing at me. And no, no, I'm not laughing at you, I mean, but, but I'll tell you, no, I'll tell you in a minute but, why but, I'm laughing but, and you'll understand. But, but it's, but it's totally true. I mean, people, I, I, I know, I know guys like this, they get on this video game and all of a sudden they're like the jock on the football field. They're like, the 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 most awesome player that you've ever seen in your life, and I think you know, particularly for this guy Robert Daly, being the creator of this world, it's like his sandbox. It's his world to play around in. Okay, so you remember, uh, and and you both will probably laugh after I finish. But remember earlier, whenever I said at first I thought it was corny, then I thought it was cool, and then it then it made me think. Yeah. Well. Um, at the point to where I'm realizing what's going on, I'm sitting here going as I'm watching it. It was like, 
oh, cool, I would like to be able to do that because <laughs> I can think of a whole bunch of people that I could blah, 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 blah. And then, so that was my cool. So again, when you started describing <laughs> all the people that, that might would do that, I was like, okay, so I'm falling <laughs> into that category. <laughs> and, you know, I agree with you, Kyle, and that, that's, that's what I said was the one thing that was interesting and made me think was, you know, the technology he's using to do this, like, that's awesome to me. I would love to know how that works. I would love to have that capability. But I, I, the whole start, the whole spaceship scenes and all that, they could have done without. I think they ought to tell the story without all really? that. I don't get that. I think it's an integral part of showing this guy who's the most timid on the face of it person in the real world. But when he gets online, he transforms into this ultra a-hole. And I think that's kind of the whole point of it. And it's showing how he's using this technology dubious at best. Okay. He's, he's taking somebody's consciousness and put them in into a digital form. Uh, but it shows how, you know, when they're in their own world, they rule supreme. And I, I, I think that's a good point. And I, I don't know, man. I think it also has a larger point to say, and Kyle, maybe you relate to this, especially with Doctor Who. And we just talked about memories in the uh, Christmas episode. But what are you but a, 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 are your memories put together? You know, so when we see these people, people DNA uh, transformed and their memories sucked into this digital game or this game, I would say they are these people for all intents and purposes, even knowing that they're not the real person, they still feel like the real person. And I feel like we felt that a lot in the Christmas episode of Doc 2. Yeah, and I'm proud of you because I totally didn't make that connection uh, between the two right there. So kudos to you. Yeah, but but what are what are we other than the the our, our memories and you know? Okay, if- so I'll, I'll I'll even go an, another way and and uh, I'll be at a little bit of a sad way and and a little you know again very sad in, in respects of how I'm going. But you're saying what are we other than our memories? Look at people who have loved ones who are still living, but because of but but because of Alzheimer's or Alzheimer's or however you pronounce it, that person that they know has faded into another person because of those memories not being accessible to that person anymore. And it changes who that person is to some degree. So that, I mean, again, relating it to real world, I mean, what you said just then is not just in television, not just in this story, but in our own lifetimes, we've, even if we don't know people or have known people, there are people in, in our very lifetime who that happens to. Yes, certainly, certainly, man. And, you know, I, things that happened in this episode that just were so well written to me is like, I think of the moment when, of course we have uh James Walton, which is the biggest a-hole in the world, in in, in the world, in the <laughs> real world. But in the game, he's like this timid ultra. He's been broken down. He's been broken down so much. <laughs> he is a, a figment of his real world self. And, you know, Again, just moments in the show, the moment with the son and what he did to put him into submission. You know, he, he sent his son out of airlock. And again, I just think moments like that in this show are so well written. 
And again, I could go off. Like the comedy, again, with the comedy, the comedy was not, I don't feel like it was forced, but there are so many funny moments in this show where they just took the time to elegantly write a piece of dialogue that made you just laugh out loud. And I laughed out loud a lot, even though it was dark and serious. So I don't know. <laughs> and I, I mean, I agree with all these points. And, I, you know, the technology, again, the technology, I love that concept. I guess I guess what my biggest problem is, you know, we've been talking about this for about 10 minutes now. The past 10 minutes of conversation, not one person has mentioned Star Trek. Not one person has mentioned Star Trek. So I guess my problem is why, (laughs) you know, why have this storyline and introduce this wonderful concept of technology and you have great script. Why try to make it into something similar to Star Trek? Because to me, when I see something similar to Star Trek, I'm expecting Star Trek. Uh, yeah. That, that, go ahead. And, and that leads to me. If it would have been, if they would have been on just a regular ship, not trying to pay homage to Star Trek, not even trying to remotely be Star Trek, maybe it would have been some weird looking ship. I, I don't. But, okay, okay. You you claim it's not like Star Trek, but then you saying it reminds you of Star Trek. Which one? Yeah, is but it? A, no, I'm not saying it reminds me of Star Trek. I'm saying it would have been better if it had been just on another spaceship. Like, let's make a let's make the game be about a ship in space that we've created. Okay, oh, let's not. Okay, John. Let's okay, not okay, okay. You're you okay. Sorry to cut you off, but you're a huge Star Trek fan. You're an awesome game developer. You have this sandbox world to create something in. What are you going to create? Probably a Star Trek ship. You're going to create generic space world. And that's part of it. This dude is, he loves this show, which is similar to Star Trek in a lot of ways. He has the toys spread all around his office. He has every freaking VHS on his bookshelf. So part of it is the thing he loves. Now is, 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 I see what you're saying by maybe it's too close to Star Trek that gets on your nerve, but I think that's part of the appeal, you know. Okay, I'm going to prove what you just said right. And when I was sitting there watching it and I was thinking about, okay, if I had this game, what could I do? I, I actually sat there and thought, okay, I couldn't actually use a, you know, a police box because that is licensed by the BBC. So what is blue and is looks like that, that I might could use, you know, that's in America, blah, blah. So I'm sitting there thinking of how I could make it almost Doctor Who, but not Doctor Who to travel in. So that that falls right into what the dude was doing. He wasn't well, you know, you are the the writers of this show. They could not call it, you know, I'm going to get out my favors and this is the Federation, just like the Orville can't do that. So, I mean, I get the point that it wasn't Star Trek, but they really couldn't. Well, who knows if they couldn't? We know that Netflix has a deal with with uh Ooh, CBS, and so I'm I'm pretty sure they maybe even act or talked about them, uh, talked with them about it, maybe, maybe. But, but they do have a close partnership with the network. So I mean, is it Star Trek? No, but does it hint on some of the things of Star Trek? 
I think it does. I think it does. And you have this a-hole captain. You know, we thought Lorca was a-hole. Look, we got Robert Daly <laughs> to take his place because this dude is horrible. And just the, I feel like I'm the only one excited about this. And just his nuanced performance of not really Kirk-like, but he had his own t- twit ticks and mannerisms. And the way he said stuff, I thought was really cool. I, you know, it, I, I loved it, man. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm just <laughs> having a love fest over here. Nobody's on board. <laughs> no, I I loved it too. I mean, I I just I mean, I'll be brutally honest. I don't want to feel like we're ganging up on Jonathan. That's why I'm not like uh, you know saying, "Oh, I really, 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 really love it," because I don't want to feel like Jonathan's being ganged up on. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fine. I just yeah, I I don't know, man. It, it oh, I don't know. You know, and maybe my maybe I was maybe I built it up differently in my mind, and which is why I was disappointed because I knew I knew nothing about Black Mirror until yeah. we decided to talk about it. So the first thing I hear about Black Mirror is, "Hey, there's this episode called USS Callister that is reminiscent of Star Trek," and I'm like, "Wow, that's awesome!" And then I watch it, and it's. <laughs> Not, I don't know. Uh, don't don't get me wrong, guys. I love the concept. I do. I really love the concept. But was it worth my hour and seventeen minutes? I don't think so. Wow. Okay, so I've got a question for you, if you don't mind. So let's assume that you were were given a clean slate and had the ability to change anything in there to make it what you would have just like raved about as a show, just out of curiosity, what would you have changed? What would you have done differently? I would have not tried to make it a Star Trek theme. I would have made it something different. I I, I don't know if I'm making, if I'm making it clear. It's like protective of his Star Trek. That's what I'm seeing here. (laughs) I get that. That that makes sense, and your and your reasoning made sense. Uh, you know, if he maybe okay. Let's say if there was a, oh, I mean, it was a perfect thing. <laughs> so, so for instance, what was the name of the game that the company was working on? Was it Infinity? Infinity. Or, okay, so let's say he would have got home, and this this is what would have made it happy to me when he got home. He had a game on on his system set up, and it was called – I even go with Space Fleet. It was called Space Fleet. But when he get there, there's like a different uniform design and a different concept. You know, it's not – you know, I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing the – I'm seeing Spock here. I'm seeing uh. – uh, you know, I'm seeing all the characters and I'm expecting something different. And, and then, and then why did it look so crappy? I don't know. The set looked wow. crappy. It looked cool. Okay. I felt like to, I was, I felt like I was watching on that one, man. I'm going to agree <laughs> to disagree on that. I thought the set was fantastic. And again, just little touches that they didn't have to do. You have these, these virtual characters that are truly sentient and, they can't die. He's stolen their 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 their, their privates, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was just weird. It was brilliant. 
it because he doesn't want them to be happy. He wants to torture uh, them. Okay, that was the whole point of that. And I, it's just Where, so many brilliant you, touches, man. Yeah, but they need something to do whenever they're uh, not, the whenever point. he's not there. That is the point. They ah, don't have anything to do but wait on him and do his bidding. Uh, a whole god, take. remember? <laughs> point take. Okay, so note to self, let's not let Clarence get a hold of a 3D printer or a DNA reader. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant show, man. I don't... What else I have to say? I thought I thought the whole escape plan was awesome as well. Uh, oh, they, that, was, they that used, was brilliant. They used sex to lure him to get his communicator. And then they actually she actually blackmailed herself with sex as well, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. But like she said, who knows herself better than herself? Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, we don't have to belabor this. We can... <laughs> I think okay. I've told my praises. Does anybody have any final thoughts? Because I think no, well, well, if you don't mind, I have a I have. You remember where I said that, you know, I thought it was cool. And then uh, I got into where it made me think. And the thinking part became the way it ended of how they got out and not only how they got out, but what they did to him. And I'm like, okay, well maybe I don't want to do this after all. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think part of him getting trapped, they deleted the program, which was his way of getting out of the game. But you think there would be some fail safe to where he could just get out anyway. I really didn't understand that completely. But I think if if you want to think of one moment that captured Star Trek, okay, this is a video game, of course. We know it's a, a virtual world. But the moment they were free from his restrictions of his modded program and they had nothing to do, which meant they had everything to do and this whole new world to explore, it just felt like that feeling you get from Star Trek. And I just I just felt that in I don't know. It, it really, that was my moment. That was my mom. Like that. I was like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. I just thought it was cool that you had people out there that existed in a game that were living inside a game, but yet nobody knew that they were there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, a few notes, uh, the, the character, uh, the actor who's playing Robert Daly, Jesse Plemons, uh, he was on Breaking Bad and actually that, uh, gamer that was taunting him at the end, uh, that was, uh, Jesse Pinkman from, uh, from Breaking Bad as well. Run, uh, Paul, was it, was it Run Paul? I can't remember. His, it's not Run Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Yeah. He was the guy that was taunting everybody at the end, uh, yeah, but I don't know, man. I loved it. I thought each of the characters were good. Uh, Michaela Cole, the black chick, she's actually on this show called Chewing Gum, which is horrible. You shouldn't watch. But she's <laughs> she was also on the the Last Jedi, so uh, I knew her from another Netflix show. Um, the guy James Jesse, but James Walton, uh, he's actually uh, on um, what's the the robot HBO show. Uh, I can't remember. Westworld. Yeah, he's on Westworld. Yeah, he's on there. Uh, the girl, Nanette Cole, I hadn't seen her on anything before, but I thought she was really good, and I loved her and her role. She played it awesomely. Uh, just, I don't know. So many good things about this show. John, I understand you didn't like it. Uh, I could see him his praises for <laughs> from here to the moon. I guess we'll just leave it at that. May, may I ask a quick question that I, of something that I wasn't quite 100% sure of before we finish? Sure. What you got? 
All right. So my question was, I'm assuming that and I think you just said it and and it just didn't register. He when he got deleted, his mind, for all intents and purposes, his body in the real world was left as a vegetable. Yes. If he didn't die. Yeah, I don't know if it was a vegetable. The way they showed the last scene, it seemed like something happened to his brain. The way where right. it couldn't get out because it deleted the program and he couldn't, you know, uh, couldn't get out because it deleted his escape route. Uh, exit that's what route, I, I guess. And that's what that's what I thought. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Again, seems like there should have been a way out of that. You know, thought think he would have thought of that since he's the game creator. Yeah. But yeah. if he is as arrogant and obnoxious to even do what he was doing, then the idea or the concept of them escaping would have escaped him. He would not even have thought of that. Yeah, that's true. And Walton's sacrifice, man, his sacrifice at the end. Noble. True. Noble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, uh, anything, any pardon gifts you want to leave our listeners with? Um, and thank you for listening, by the way, guys. Uh, anything you want to say or talk about or it doesn't have to be podcast related it could be anything you've been watching or you just want to um plug i have to say i watched uh bright last night the will smith movie on netflix Uh oh have you guys heard have you heard of it have you seen it i've heard of it and watched it uh if you like let me shut up what what do you think I think it was awesome. Oh, that show <laughs> was horrible. That it was, was not. It was horrible, dude. How did I know he was going to say it was awesome? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to talk about setting up a world. How are you going to take, like, okay, man, this might be another pike. How can you take modern-day L.A. and just throw some orcs and elves in it and, oh, oh, they've been around for 2,000 years, but nothing's, you know, it's just like our L.A. today. I mean, one, one orc on the police force, and they've been around for 2,000 years. Um, uh, don't get me started. But, yeah, yeah. Was, was that not a good twist, though? I don't, I'm, you know, anytime you see Anytime you see orcs and elves, you always think Lord of the Rings is like type show like this. This put it in a whole new twist. I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. You know what? I thought and it, you want to talk about comedy and script writing other than they dropped the elf. No. They dropped the elf bomb on like way too much. No. But we're going to have to have a talk, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? I, I love what they were going for in it. You know, I think I could have believed the whole uh, fantasy parts of, you know, basically Lord of the Rings in modern day time a little bit more if they would had a little more backstory. But it felt weird to me that this, you know, that's like if we came to if we came to modern day and we had one black person on the police force, <laughs> you know, if they've been around for 2000 years and living amongst, amongst us, you think it'd be a little more integrated. And, you know, I mean, I think they were playing on a lot of stereotypes as far as race and things like that, of course. But, you know, <sighs> I think it has potential. They, they've already greenlit the second movie. So, hey. Yeah, maybe the second movie will add in a lot more insight to what's going on. But I, I me and myself, I, I've, I've really enjoyed it for what it was. Now, I mean, I probably wouldn't have gone to pay to watch it in a the theater, but. Was I enjoyed it. it. Was I it did. worth your hour and a half? Definitely. Definitely. Oh, and that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you have it. Bright now playing on Netflix. Netflix original movie. 
starring Will Smith yep. and somebody else that I couldn't tell who was because he's a orc. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, what you got, man? <laughs> you know, I, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I've did my shameless plugs at the very beginning of the uh, episode, but I'll do it again. It, you know, check us out, uh, Clarence and I, along with our friend Lee and some other voices that will be joining us soon uh, for Discussing Who. At, you can find us and find out all about us at DiscussingWho.com. So, guys, I will plug, well, not not plug or maybe kind of foreshadow something that I want to do. Lee actually sent me, Lee Shackford sent me the script that he actually pitched to CBS slash Paramount back in the day. I started reading it and it is freaking awesome. <laughs> and we got to have him on to talk about that maybe sometime in the future. So so I look forward nice. to that. And and it's I've been reading it. It's freaking freaking amazing. But um, yeah, guys, I uh, thank you for joining us, and um, I would say go watch the show. Tell us how, tell Clarence how he's wrong about this, and and also tell John how he's wrong about Bright. <laughs> <laughs> or tell and just Clarence tell Kyle how he's, how he's right about everything. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle's on the right side of this. He agreed with me, so you know he he's 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 riding on my ship. <laughs> Coming from the guy that doesn't like chili. Hey. <laughs> like I said, Kyle is always right. Um, so guys, I guess um our next review is gonna be of the 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 uh second half of uh Star Trek Discovery and we can't wait to see that. So make sure you're tuning in this Sunday and also check out our podcast uh on our website to get any episodes you may have missed if you're just now jumping in and catching up with us. Uh check out our back catalog. We got some good episodes and you can catch up on the whole first half of the season. So uh guys, uh, I think we're we're wrapping it up and uh until next time, live long and prosper. Thank you for listening to the STD Podcast. For more information, go to stdpodcast.com slash subscribe.